Welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast with Joshua Latimer, where we discuss business, life, family, faith, struggle, fire, pain, and ultimately winning. It's time to take massive action. Look, I, I can't work harder on your life or business than you do. It's ultimately all on you. You know, God created all the food the birds would ever need, but he doesn't put it in their nest. You've got to go get it. 10 out of 10 people die. So how about doing something today that actually matters while you still can? Hey, my friends. Welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. Josh here. I am joined by my favorite guest, my historical all-time favorite guest on planet Earth, my high school sweetheart, Ashley. What's up, Ashley? I I'm great. I feel like you have to say I'm your favorite just because I'm here. <laughs> I, I know where my bread's buttered. I know that I have to say it. No, but I mean it. You're awesome, and I'm glad we get to record a really fun episode today because we're going to talk about business, uh, but we're also going to talk about a, what, a 50-pound, how, how much does Sawyer weigh? He might be 60, but it's Maybe soaking 60. wet. <laughs> Maybe, with all of his like snow gear on. Uh, but we're talking about football, we're talking about business, and we're talking about my third son, our third child, Sawyer who is playing football for the first time <laughs> this year. And it's he, terrifying. He is so small. He's really, really, really skinny. He looks like a skeleton with skin wrapped around it. <laughs> and, uh, and he's on shakes to bulk him up. Yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's the most picky eater out of our kids. Uh, it's really hard to get him to eat healthy and all that stuff. Our other kids will eat like salad and stuff um, for the most part. But he really struggles with that. And even if he did eat healthy, I think it's just a genetic thing for his age because he is, what is he, eight? Yes. So he's playing football for the first time. And I was cracking up because Ashley called me after football practice one day. Or no, she texted me. It was the game. You texted me. Oh, it was after the game. Yes, yes. I was speaking at a marketing ROI event with Keith Kelfis. And uh, they had their first game, which I missed, which was super sad. But she's given me updates and play-by-plays. And she texted me that Sawyer told her, "Um, (laughs) I'm slow and weak. And have really skinny arms, but I'm still having fun. <laughs> That's what he said. I thought that was amazing. T- tell me about that. Um, so on the way to the game, the game was an hour and 45 minutes away. And so he sat in the front and he was talking, or I don't know exactly where he was sitting, but he was talking about the game and getting really excited about the game and stuff. And I said, oh, like, what position do you play? And I don't know if it was super clear. He's on special teams. And I said, so are you going to do awesome today? Like, I'm really trying to fire him up. And he's like, well, Mom. Like, Sawyer's a logical kid, He's very logical. He's very logical. Like, it's hard for him to even tell jokes because they're so logical. (laughs) And it's just really, oh, yeah. So, anyways, he said, Mom, I'm really slow. I'm the smallest one on the team. And I have weak arms. Don't expect much. But I <laughs> am having a lot of fun. And I'm just like, oh, my goodness. And he also asked me about coaches, too. He uh, was talking about asking if Dad's football coach was a really, really good coach. And I said, well, Dad's probably had good coaches and bad coaches. I don't really know specifically. But um, he's like, well, my coach is a good coach. And I said, well, what defines a good coach? And he said, you know, a good coach is, like, one who's really nice person, but, like, on the field is really tough. And then he said, my coach said a swear word. 
<laughs> and I said a swear word. Okay. He goes, yeah, but it was a swear word that needed to be said. And so I had to know what swear word needed to be said. Mm-hmm. And he said, shut up when the coach is talking. So, <laughs> that, the, so the coach, the swear word was shut up. The swear word was shut up. That's yeah, so it was classic. not a classic, a swear, bad swear word, but everybody it, needed to know that one. It's so good. And this does tie to business because, you know, I spoke at this event with, a, I don't know, 70 to 100 uh, small businesses at Keith's uh, thing near Detroit. And I'm talking to people and having all kinds of great conversations and trying to listen and learn and figure out where they're at and stuff. And, you know, as I look around the as I looked around the room, I could just it's almost like I could see just so much doubt and self-limiting beliefs on a lot of people. And, you know, including on me now, right? But we're all at different levels and we have different types of self-limiting beliefs. But when we look at Sawyer, what I thought was interesting was Sawyer doesn't actually have a self-limiting belief per se. He has a uh, a really clear understanding of the situation, right? <laughs> so there's a difference of being self-aware and having a self-limiting belief. Now, some of you guys, you are fully capable of taking your business to the next level, of hiring that next employee, of buckling down on their, your financials and getting organized and doing more marketing. Like you're fully capable and you know you're capable deep down, but you have a true self-limiting belief, some sort of fear that is stopping you from doing the, the things required to get to that next level. It could be your family, your friends. It could just be fear of failure. It could be fear of success. That's a thing. I don't know what it is, but, but that's a self-limiting belief. Now, on the other hand, if you're new in business or you really, really are weak in understanding the mathematics of business, finance, all that stuff, that's not a self-limited belief. That's just an actual deficiency in an area, which isn't bad. It just means you have to learn a new thing, right? So here's the question. Should my son Sawyer even play football right now, right? That's the question. That's the question. Think about it. He's the tiniest guy in the team. He's not very fast. He's not super coordinated. You know, he's the least athletic one so far out of our kids. He's got really skinny arms. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so the question is, should he be on the field even doing it? So in, in insert yourself in this uh, metaphor here. You are the skinny armed person when it comes to business finance or leadership or hiring someone. Or you're, you won't even hire someone because you're so scared that if you have to fire them, you won't have the guts to do it. That's your skinny arms. There's something there. You're scared to knock on a door, to go network, to sell for higher prices, to ask for the business, to do cold calling, to talk to commercial accounts. You don't have the confidence. Those are your skinny arms. Now, you are fully capable of eventually developing those skills, just like Sawyer is fully capable of, you know, growing and getting bigger arms. And, you know, maybe the irony will be that he'll be bigger than his older brothers. Who knows? I'm rooting for him. Ooh, that'd be epic. But, But do you see where I'm going with this, guys? Like, you you need to be in the game. Sawyer needs to play football. It doesn't matter that he's going to have very low outcomes of results right now. He's learning the game. He's showing up to practice. He goes there every day. He's learning the strategy. He's meeting other kids. He's in there doing it. Now, what I see a lot of business owners do is they have a deficiency in one of these areas, and they just don't even get in the game. They don't even attempt to begin in a really bad way to learn business finance or sales or marketing. They don't even begin to try to get good at networking or cold calling or raising their average ticket or looking at copywriting, at figuring out how to make their website convert more leads, whatever it is, whatever your deficiency is. Instead of you going to practice every day, even though you're going to stink at it and do it bad, instead of that, you don't do it at all. What are your thoughts on this, Ash? I have 
quite a few thoughts, but um, one thing specifically is just keep on showing up has always... I mean, those are the best, greatest underdog stories ever is when the guy with tiny arms keeps <laughs> on showing up and then does something epic. You know, if he was the opposite and acting like he was so epic and then disappointed, that's a different story to tell. And so I think just showing up and realizing the situation, but going hard, working hard, learning more, um, he, it's got to work out for him. Yeah, and <laughs> I don't know. I just, you guys got this, and I think that you know that you got this. So what do we what do we do to put a boot in the butt of the person who needs to put in the work on a deficiency that they have, uh, or they need to shatter that self limiting belief and just take some sort of imperfect action? Um, someone who's scared to do it bad so they don't do it at all. What, how do we kick them in the butt? How do we motivate them? You well, got any ideas? Well, the first thing is is you have to assess this a situation. Like, right. you really need to know. You need a logical need be, Sawyer in your life. You need to be self-aware. And, like, there's lies that we tell ourselves, good and bad, about who we are and what our businesses are. Um, the, um, the clear picture that you paint for yourself the better. Then you know what the real situation is. And That's here's a little secret too, is that every single skill you need to have to build your business to whatever point you want it uh, is a developed or learned skill. You do not need LeBron James DNA to build a business. Now, are there advantages to the super charismatic, over-the-top go-getter who's six foot four and handsome and the whole town knows him and blah, blah, blah? Sure, maybe. But the super introverted shy kid with skinny arms could go in the same town and replicate the same type of success. It might be a little harder for them, but it's completely possible. I mean, if you're like really tiny and you look like Sawyer, it's highly unlikely you can play in the NBA or be a professional sports player. But when it comes to business, it's not like that. You don't have to be like me to make your company successful. You don't have to be like somebody else that you see on Facebook. You have to be you, but you do have to close the gaps and the deficiencies you have and the areas that you struggle. And you got to chop the wood and put in the work and go to practice, quote unquote, and and show up if you're going to make it, right? Yeah, totally. You're Showing up is always the first step in everything. Show up bad. Be bad. Give yourself permission to just do things poorly instead of doing nothing. Because the next time, it'll be a little bit less bad and a little bit less bad. And eventually, with a lot of focus and effort and uh, intestinal fortitude, it will be mediocre. And then after that, it'll be average. I think some people give themselves, ooh, this might not... This might rub people the wrong way, but some people look at the little guy, though, and say, huh, I just have to be a little bit better than him. Mm. Like my boys, they were like, come on, Sawyer. Like, oh, well, Sawyer doesn't do it. It's like he's given all that he's got. That's a good point, actually. They, They pretend like they're putting out maximum effort because they're doing more than Sawyer. Yeah, but that's not true. Uh, That's why we have to, like, mark where we're at. Right. And we... Some people give themselves too much grace and don't show up good Mm. or show up great. Yeah, it's kind of like a spectrum. You got people who are fully capable but feel like they're not. You got people who could be capable if they put in the work, but they don't. Then you got people who are super, could be just rock star ninja warriors who are lazy because they feel like they're already better than 
other people, right? Mm -hmm. Or some people are just delusional and think they're awesome even when they're not. But that's not you guys. I think the biggest group that listens to this show are people that know deep down you got something special. You know that you can change the world, that you have big ideas. You, you know that you can do it. At least a part of you knows it. You're just holding back for some reason. It's either because you're avoiding learning a new skill set, which is a deficiency, or you're avoiding taking action because of fear and self-limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. I mean, that in my experience, uh, that's what I hear over and over with the people that I work with. And it's true for all of us. But like Ashley said, take a self-assessment. Figure out what the situation for you actually is, and then go close that gap. Do you got any uh, closing thoughts? I do. You could take this story a whole nother way. I don't want to open up a whole can of worms, but I think the real hero here is the coach. The coach has all these different kids, and Sawyer doesn't come home thinking, I'm, I mean, he knows he's a small, tiny kid, but he knows he's an important part of the team. And he's, the coach has done a really great job of putting him places. And he actually looked like he knew where he was going, and we won the game. But when I asked him later, he goes, I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> and the coach gets to be on the field for some oh. of it because it's still peewee. But, it's amazing. But, like, the coach had to, like, be behind the scenes. That might be you with your team. There might be people on your team that have small arms, and you need to still – Make something out of it. That's a good point because uh, all of your employees also have self-limiting beliefs and fears and reasons they don't want to upsell and reasons they don't want to do this or that. Maybe they they don't want to look stupid, right, because they need more training. That's a deficiency. Or maybe they don't want to succeed too much because they really want to fly under the radar. If that's a person, probably don't want to – probably want to – Maybe find someone else. But I'm just saying, uh, humans are humans. Uh, Everybody has a weakness. I don't think – I mean – some people would say, oh, my weaknesses is that I'm too strong. <laughs> Something like that. That's just a joke. Yeah, but. yeah. No, a humble brag. Yeah. You, but sidebar, when you're doing an interview and you ask someone what their biggest weakness is, do not allow answers like, well, my biggest weakness is that I care too much. <laughs> Everybody has a weakness. Some people are harder to figure it out, but. Well, because everybody lies. Which is a third side conversation. That's a weakness. (laughs) There you go. We found it. (laughs) They do. It's like, do people really go into an interview and they're like, you know, I'm uh, manic depressive and I typically get fired, but I'm strong for six to nine months. I usually self-destruct going into the first year. Uh, There's been twice I've made it past the year mark, uh, but mainly because my managers were in a corner and I really abused them and walked all over them before they finally got the guts to fire me. I started a lot of internal conflict in the company. And, uh, oh, you've, you've thought about to... this. this. You've dwelled on this. Like, you know this. Like, and I don't think, it, I guess it's overt lying. They just, they're not self-aware. So they, they really think they're a victim of every job they went to, most likely. But I digress. I digress. That was a whole thing. But, you know, it's true. It, yeah, it's true. Well, are we going to go to lunch now? You know I've been, gonna... like, slacking on podcasts really bad the last few you weeks. You have? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody thinks I listen to all this podcast and they can quote them like, oh, did you hear number 179? I don't know what 179 is, just so you know, but they'll like quote them like that. And so I don't actually listen to all the podcasts. I'm a walking podcast and we live together, so she doesn't need to go back. I know. And... Sometimes I just need quiet people, so I'm sorry, but how dare you not give the people what they want? <laughs> Me? How dare me not give Yeah. People? I didn't know you well, haven't been doing that. I'm going to crack that I was, whip. I've been overwhelmed. I'm overcommitted. That's not I'm it. making excuses, but that I, is I excuse. completely just have not 
felt the creative fire and have been doing all this stuff and traveling. It's getting oh, getting I think wacky. I think we see some weak arms. I think someone needs to show up. I if I could get like four extra hours a day, that would help. Hmm. Okay. You're supposed to coach me through it and tell me how everyone has the same amount of hours, but I need to manage my time better or prioritize things different. Oh, I you, didn't know. I'm like sorry. That. I was just gonna say, how dare you? How dare you? Well, that's you? just shaming me. Oh, okay. So, sorry for the shame. No, I mean, some people respond really good to shame. Some people <laughs> make, like me, I would want to even do less podcasts. If you shamed me for <laughs> oh, not doing okay. podcasts. So, you, what, so you, what should we do? The reverse effect of shame. Oh, my goodness. I'm so glad you did you a say, podcast You say, hey, that's today. unacceptable. The people need to hear the awesome inspirational podcast. But uh, I'm on your team. And we're going to turn this around. What okay. are we going to do? To, okay. What's our action? We're going to turn this around, people. If you're still listening to this podcast because it got weird, it's it's getting weird, I'm going to ask you to share it. Or go to the iTunes reviews and like it. And let's, like, instead of shame Josh for not doing podcasts, let's, like, share the stink out of it. You don't have to share this one if you don't want to. But let's share it. And so it, like, gives him, like, dopamines in his brain when he sees little likes i don't know come on people correction if you do go to itunes don't like it oh i'm sorry give okay. a review but that's just the, the logician part of my brain i did not need to correct that and i'm just kidding okay sawyer yes that's where sawyer gets it from so anyway uh in closing uh i think i'm just going to give a shout out to all the people coming to agsx this year it's our second live event at our home oh my goodness i'm so excited i Ludington. can't contain it i like keep on telling it i'll go to like this grocery store and i'm like they're like so what are you doing oh in october like they're not asking what i'm doing in october they're asking me what i'm doing like today and i'm like oh i'm having all my friends come over to my house and hang out <laughs> it's gonna be super awesome and i just hope that it doesn't rain uh we'll be indoors at the convention center for it's it's a small conference center really because we live in more of a rural part of michigan right by lake michigan it's really pretty up here uh I just hope the weather's good. Uh, we have 60 businesses coming to the Automate Grow Sell Experience in two different sessions. Uh, all kinds of different people. People that are just started their business and have done very low amounts of revenue. They're just really, really green and learning. And we have people with, you know, million plus dollar businesses and everything in between you can imagine. Every different industry you lots can imagine. Lots of industries, lots of struggles. Um, we, we do make an effort to try to focus on married couples coming to this together. Um, There's not, a lot of people that are not married that right, are coming. They come with their business partners. It's valuable either way, but... We put a lot of emphasis on fun for our event. Um, tell, why don't you just tell the people why that's important to us? Why, why do we do that? I mean, because, you know, they spend $3,000 to come to this. That's not inexpensive, is it? No. And I, if I come home to you, especially back in the day, and said, hey, there's this thing, you know, I really think it would be good for a business. It's $3,000. Although it does include everything. And yeah, it, it sounds like we're selling it. We're not selling it. It's no, already it's, sold it's out. Sold and there's out. a wait list. So you, you can't come. I'm sorry. Maybe next year. But um, it includes everything because we just spent that. It does. That. It includes all your hotel, all in your a food, different transportation. We, it's a done-for-you event. And the re, but the reason we do that, that's why it's called the Automate Grow Sell Experience is that it's, it goes beyond just business planning and mentorship, which we do very deep uh, in that area, but it goes beyond that. Tell them why we wanted to do it that way. Well, first off, the fun part. Um, the reason why we have fun is because fun is super important. It is very valuable. Um, when you, if it's your spouse or your business partner, 
when you have fun together and you get to have a great laugh, um, it's life-changing because it creates a unity and a teamwork. And when you do that with other business owners, um, it just connects you in a deeper a deeper way. And it reminds you of what life actually is about. It's not all about business. I know. Ah, no. Wait, what? I thought it was. No, I think you're right. Like there's an ROI to fun and not just silly, pointless fun, but camaraderie based fun or deepening a relationship with your spouse fun. People don't typically remember information. Okay. They remember experiences. What happens like maybe you've heard a great inspirational speech or a sermon at church or something that really moved you right now. Most of you right now, think of that. Think of it as I'm talking. You remember how you felt while you heard that information. You don't remember every nuanced detail of the information. And so when it comes to our event, uh, it's about creating an environment where people can as quickly as possible let down their guard, be vulnerable, start crying, puke out all the truth bombs about the real situation. Uh, Puke out truth bombs, not puking. No, puke out truth bombs. Of the pain and the struggle and all this stuff and drop the facade and stop trying to act like it's all perfect and rose petals when it's not. Uh, and yeah, and then build the business back up and build the correct plan and correct some maybe wrong lines of thinking or the numbers that were the wrong way or fixing a sales process, whatever. That's important. But while we're doing it, we want to have an environment where people will remember how they felt while they did it. And I have to say, like, we don't, like, demand fun. Like, it's hard to create fun for everybody because everybody likes different things. We just create an atmosphere that allows fun to happen. And we thankfully invited the most fun people in the universe. Mm -hmm. I wish we could invite everybody because when we were in Atlanta, we met some fun people. Oh, yeah. The community that is the Quick Talk podcast and the window cleaning, pressure cleaning, carpet cleaning, all those people are, are, like, amazingly fun. They are. It's a really great group. And um, I don't know. I just feel like the whole industry has shifted the last couple of years. And I feel like we've helped participate in that a lot. You know, I feel like there's more honesty and there's more uh, there's less peacocking and trying to act awesome on the Internet. And I don't know. I don't know if it's because of I don't I don't really know why. I just know that I like it. Uh, information's being shared. It's like the information revolution. There's so much access to so much stuff. There's events like what we're doing. There's innovation. There's all kinds of cool stuff happening. And But the one thing I don't want to get missed, lost in the mix is the family piece of it. You know, I talk about family systems on here. Um, you know, your date nights with your wife or whatever. All that stuff's important. You don't have to do it perfect, but it needs to be part of your of your thought process as you run your business and you need to bring your family into the conversation about your business and I don't know that that's like a normal thing but it is for us and I want to inspire you to do the same thing I feel like maybe we're rambling at this point do you think we should end the episode what do you think probably we've talked about skinny arms and fun at the AGS and the coach who said the swear word shut up oh that is a that is a naughty one I'm a savage (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if he'll listen to this. This is funny. Um, But, yeah, I just wish more people could come to the AGS event, to be honest. But we've made it this intimate, small thing. It kind of undoes it a little bit if it gets more than – I feel like this is a big group. I mean, 60 businesses all bringing a guest. I mean, it's 30 and 30, so. Right. 
but it will be broken up. But I mean, if you're thinking to yourself, "Oh man, I I'm not coming this year," just put it on the on the calendar for next year to get signed up and come because this is not even supposed to be a sell for this, but it is amazing. Yeah, you can at least go on the waiting list if you want for next year. Um, off the top of my head, I think the URL is agsexperience.com. And you, it'll save your email if you pop it in. And then when we launch, you know, next year's um, event, it will we'll let you guys know first if you're on the list. So in any event, I hope you have a great week. I hope I can deliver more amazing Magical Unicorn Fairy Dust podcast to you. Review uh, it on iTunes. Yeah, yeah. And I just love you all very much. And oh, I'm going to try so to get much. back on track. I am traveling a lot this month still, and we have a lot happening with our event, but I'm going to do the best I can. I got some great interviews uh, coming up as well. Uh, I'm going to have Mike Michalowicz on this fall for his new book, Clockwork, which has been talked about a lot. He's a big-time hotshot author who's really, really fun to talk to. Can't wait to talk to him again. He's been on the show before, along with uh, several really cool people from Russell's Inner Circle that are in the Inner Circle with me. Um, Yeah, and if you have ideas for shows, let me know. Track me down on Facebook or send me an email, josh at sendjim.com, and we will filter through it, and I will deliver the goods. Wait, wait. I need to add. Because if you like me on the podcast, uh, send it to josh at sendjim.com and just say, hey, have your wife on more. Or you just want to send me some fan mail. It's ashley at sendjim.com and that's A-S-H-L-E-E. I know. You're trying to manufacture your own fan mail. (laughs) I don't know why. I just wanted to. Because you want to connect with the people. I love them so much. (laughs) I could cry. It's so funny, but I do. I love y'all so much. I know you do, babe. Oh, gosh. You're cute. Oh, I wasn't trying to be cute. Hey, thanks for hanging out, friends. And from all of us here at the Quick Talk Podcast team, we hope you love today's show. We hope that you were inspired to become a doer and not just a listener. Apply what you've heard today in your own business and watch things change for the better. Lastly, remember that all the money in the world can't save your soul. Seek first the kingdom of God, my friends. We'll see you next time. For more information about the Quick Talk podcast or Joshua's other businesses, visit our website, quicktalkpodcast.com. Have a blessed day.